Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 13 of the Healing with Excellence podcast with your holistic health expert, Kimberly Miller. I'm grateful to be here with you today. And today we're going to talk about cancer advocacy, having an advocate to help you through dealing with cancer. So each of us have different ways in which we approach cancer, but what I have witnessed the most in my professional career is individuals that are getting conventional treatments for cancer, really needing a support system, someone that is not their family member, but someone that's an advocate for them to help them keep up with everything. Especially if someone is getting, going through like a chemo regimen, sometimes there's just this cookie cutter checklist that's put out there by the physician. And it's just like, okay, you just go every two weeks or you do whatever the protocol is, but sometimes the body doesn't want the protocol that week. And so I wanted to just give you some tips about cancer advocacy and um, share with you different ideas. Me personally, I would not treat uh, cancer the same way most people would anymore. I look at cancer much differently, uh, you know, because I believe that cells can mutate at any time. And that's what cancer is, a cell mutation. And that there's ways to stop your cells from mutating when you find out why they're mutating, uh, whether it's emotional, nutritional, chemical stress. There's various stressors we're exposed to that cause cell mutation. And when you can remove those stressors, oftentimes the cells will stop mutating. But let's say that seems too far-fetched for you or that you're already in a process of uh, treatments and you need some help. So here's a few different things. I would think about that you may or may not agree with, but let's say it's a brand new diagnosis and someone has found like breast cancer in one breast. I would really advocate for a PET scan before I chose my treatment because sometimes people have cancer in many areas of their body. And if they knew that at front, they might look at a different approach because it, let's say I have breast cancer, ovarian cancer, skin cancer, all at the same time, maybe I would not let them cut my breast off, do a hysterectomy and give me treatments for skin cancer, whatever way they would do it. Uh, may, maybe I'd look at a different approach to try to heal my entire body if I knew it was already throughout my body. But if they just happen to check the breast because it was an exam and you treat the breast and then you don't know that there's a problem somewhere else, then maybe you're now chasing that next and you spend the next several years just constantly chasing and getting in treatments. And now if you've already went through this, it's okay. I, I I'm glad you're still here. I hope that you made it on the other side. And if you have not yet, I hope that I can give you some tips that will help you do so. My mother is a breast cancer survivor. My biggest fear as a child was either dying of cancer or dying in a car accident. Uh, and I've conquered most of those fears. I look at cancer much differently now. So if I can share this with you, I want to. And my mother's never had a reoccurrence of cancer, thankfully, in the last decade. And uh, she only did part of what her physician told her to do. And then the rest, she just changed her lifestyle. She did not, did not go on estrogen blockers and things like that. So let's say you get a diagnosis. You might need some help with what the next steps are. Because sometimes it all sounds good, like, oh, let me do all these treatments to your prostate. And then all of a sudden, you're way more miserable after the treatments, like horrible pain, uh, various malfunctions, and different things that make you more depressed than having a slightly enlarged prostate or just a slightly, excuse me, elevated prostate number PSA. 
So depending on what type of cancer you have, it of course has to be approached differently. But what I have seen happen is clients go to their, let's say they have several weeks, several years of chemo. If a client understands how to nourish their body and they understand how to customize the chemo to them, maybe delaying it a week if the body's not ready for it, things like that, they could go on for years and years and years managing like stage four metastasized colon cancer just by understanding what the body is trying to tell them. So for example, many uh, cancer patients go to their oncologist and they might have an online portal to be able to see their blood work every time. Some people don't ask to look at their blood work because the doctor says, oh, it's fine. But many times there's clues in your blood work, like your platelets might be down, your white blood cell count might be too low. There might be something else off that makes that round of chemo much more detrimental to you because you're taking it at a harder hit. And it might not be out of the norms that the physician is concerned about, but it might be just enough off for your personal body to be able to handle that dose. You know, so I've had people be able to maintain more of their hair and work the entire time going through chemo just by understanding how to nourish their body, especially on their off week when they can eat better different recovery programs. And then also if the, the blood work doesn't look like it's really recovered well from a previous dose, then maybe we delay that dose one more week. Now, maybe it'll upset your oncologist that you're putting it off one week, but if that, if you go too quickly, too soon, sometimes that dose of chemo could take your life and not cancer itself. So for me, I really believe it's important to have a cancer advocate I have been training Healing with Excellence practitioners to help people know how to understand their blood work, how to advocate for their body, how to understand the energy needs that the body has to have no matter what their diagnosis. But it's really important for you to have someone that's not as tired out by the process. Because when you're tired or you're sick from your treatment and you're run down, of course, you want to just trust your doctor. But your doctor's also busy and your doctor's following protocols but again, that protocol might not match you in that moment. So you might need somebody that's checking in and being an extra set of eyes for you. Or maybe you're getting symptoms that you haven't found answers from that this advocate could help you with. So, and really this would be good with any chronic disease. It's always good to have a second brain there and, and someone that's trained versus a family member that's just as scared as you are or that might be angry or might be upset that you're not doing it their way. You kind of need an advocate that can help keep up with everything and help walk you through to make sure you're getting your self-care outside of what's happening in your physician's office. You know, cancer can be a very scary thing. I've had some people that they might have the cancer removed and not do anything in follow-up like radiation and chemo. They might go a completely different route. Uh, I have a, a colleague, Paul Leinster, that he wrote the book, um, The Truth About Cancer, What's in a Tear. And his course, he's a cancer prevention coach and cancer healing coach. His, I think his website is like the Root Cause Academy. Now I'm going to put it, I think Root Cause Clinic. He just changed the name recently. I'm going to put the link to his uh, center in my show notes. Uh, him and I do a lot of the same things, but he is excellent with the emotional connection 
to cancer. And he has had multiple stage four reversals by addressing specific things with the person's lifestyle and emotions. I mean, it's very amazing. And he has testimonies and people in the medical field. I've been on calls with, you know, 30 other professionals that are attending his courses. And many have been either physicians or professionals that have reversed their own cancer through his work. So just to give you an idea that there's lots of angles, but if you do go solely conventional, it's very important to have someone help you understand your blood work and how platelets work and how to keep your white blood cells up. And just one big thing is consuming enough animal protein is very good since blood cells are pretty much made from protein. And so it's a really big deal to have enough animal protein, even though a lot of other methods might tell you to go vegan, you know, raw food or vegan diet for very short term might be good for some. I have not seen it be good in the long term. Uh, or to help them sustain like their workload, their energy, their hair. So think about getting an advocate. Uh, if you're not sure who to find, you can reach out to me. I have some people trained that could help you. Uh, I will have many more trained over the next five to 10 years, but right now I could help guide you with what to do. In just one or two sessions, I could tell you what to look for. Some people I work with throughout the whole journey, but I would just love to teach you what your blood work means and how to sustain it at its best of normalcy as possible as you go through treatments so that you can have a better quality of life till you get to the other side or, or possibly just, uh, you know, again, sometimes you just don't even feel like you have cancer when you're managing your body extremely well. And that's one thing I want to add to about this because there's so much fear with cancer, just like with COVID. And, and again, there's every right for people to feel that way. I, all of us know somebody we lost to cancer or to the treatment for cancer, one or the both, one or both. But there's a lot of people that ask me now about like the genetic testing for cancer, like the BRCA test and different things. You know, I find that sometimes the more we know, the bigger the problem. And right now, cancer rates are pretty much one in two anyway. So you could just assume that you have a 50% chance. And there's some people predicted that by 2030, that 100% of us will have a cancer diagnosis at some point in our lifetime. I've worked with some holistic, some, you know, medical doctors that have went more holistic and some have a theory that the average person gets cancer seven times in a lifetime. And some never know that because any, at any moment, any cell can mutate. So when someone's telling you, you have precancerous cells here and you have precancerous cells here, well, yeah, every, in my opinion, and I'm not an oncologist, but just logically, every cell could be precancerous because at any time a cell could become cancerous or mutate based on how we treat our body and what it's exposed to. Like if we're exposed to too much formaldehyde, we could get cancer. If we're exposed to too much glyphosate, we could get cancer. If we're exposed to too much emotional stress, there's a book called Mind Body Health. It's more of a, you know, like $130, $150 textbook that you can buy on Amazon that has all evidence-based studies linked to like based on someone's personality and emotion, what the likely of which type of cancer they will get based on those emotions, such as anger or low self-worth, things to that effect. So for me personally, if I went and got genetic testing just to see if there was a likelihood of me getting cancer and it said, oh, I have a 55% chance or 60% chance, I would do nothing different. I wouldn't proactively cut off my breasts. I wouldn't proactively get a hysterectomy because I can't physically cut out every part of my body that could get cancer. And because there is a 50-50 chance that all of us could get cancer, 
again, what I choose to do is just kind of live in such the way as I would if I were diagnosed with stage four cancer. So if I was diagnosed with stage four cancer, I would do everything I could to overhaul my life stressors. And I talk about cellular stress in my customized cell regeneration training in my heal your body workshop. I talk about like how to look at the basics of cellular stress and how to remove things that are within your control to reduce the chances of cell mutation. Because basically your cells have the ability to mutate or renew. When they start dying or mutating faster than they renew, we get symptoms. Just like osteoporosis, the cells are dying off faster than they can remodel. We're going to have, sometimes that's a silent disease, but other times you get symptoms and your bone might just break. So as a whole, When cells are mutating more than they're renewing, we're going to get symptoms or we have a higher likelihood of getting diagnosed with cancer. When someone teaches you what the cells need for optimal regeneration and what it does not need and what you can slowly remove in steps or stages that are right for you, what you're ready to deal with, then a lot of times you can prevent these diagnoses. I can honestly say uh, doing this professionally for Gosh, I've been in the health and fitness industry for 27 years, but I've been doing this as my full-time career for about 20 years. And I can tell you, I have never had a client that's actually doing what I ask ever diagnosed with cancer. So, but again, I'm getting a, a clientele base that are being proactive or once they've learned how their body works, they want to sustain it. So again, I'm going to get um, a little bit of statistically skewed audience because they're really taking ownership of their life or at least learning how to. But again, I've only had a couple people my entire career even diagnosed with cancer and they sadly were not treating their body well because it's hard to in this day and age. I mean, the ecosystem has been set up for us to fail. Everything out there is confusing us, whether it's the health food or the temptation the junk food on every corner. Like you can't even go out to eat and get like really good homemade food that doesn't have a bunch of additives in it or pesticides anymore. Like everything with genetically modified soybean oil and canola oil and, you know, so much deep fried stuff. And like when we get sweets, they're like excessive now, like this extra large everything. And so there's a lot of reasons why it's much harder to live well today and why cancer continues to increase between some of our medications our mental stressors, our food, environmental stressors. It's definitely just a big deal. So I really recommend reaching out to, I have a list of Healing with Excellence practitioners on my page. There's more that are being added. And again, I have just started teaching in the last few years internationally, and I'm still managing my one-on-one clients in my own life. So it's going to take me about a decade to get a few thousand people trained. But if you at least start looking for the people I have out there, They can help you through this, or you can reach out to my colleague if you're looking specifically, if you're dealing with a high level of cancer and you want to work on it from a different angle or in conjunction with conventional treatment, that's, you know, okay. You can talk to him about that, but definitely there's a root cause to cancer. And it's really important to identify the root cause, because even if you go hundred percent conventional to treat it, if you don't know why it got there in the first place, there's a very good chance it could come back and come back somewhere else. And so that's what my job is. My job is always identifying the root cause to the dis-ease and helping somebody work their way out of it. And if they're going through it, how do I help hold their hand to monitor what's happening with them? And again, I respect our physicians, but I can't 
I don't put a hundred percent blind faith or trust in them because they are managing a lot of patients and you are just managing yourself and you're going to be your best advocate. You're going to be able to communicate what you're going through and that it doesn't mean the protocol followed exactly as the textbook said is actually right for your body or that we might need to do some additional things in your at-home recovery plan to offset the side effects of what's going on with your treatment. I hope some of these tips help. Remember to keep copies of your blood work, learn what your blood work means. I do have a course on blood chemistry that is extremely affordable that you could purchase that under my workshops if you want. It's absolutely changed my life, understanding my blood work. It's how I learned how to heal myself from chronic Epstein-Barr virus and chronic IBS, infertility being able to get copies of my blood work and put all the puzzle pieces together. Uh, again, it was just a game changer and I, I will forever be blessed and grateful for that. And I'm just grateful for the other thousands of people I've been able to help uh, learn these answers because there really is so much that we have not been told. And I promise you, you could be with a lot of awesome experts that just have not learned this stuff themselves. I can tell you, I have, you know, nurse practitioners that have been practicing 20 to 40 years, and they will tell you that they did not learn half the stuff that I teach in my healing with excellence practitioner program, that they were not taught to look at blood work the same way. They're so grateful to learn it, but they also go through, a lot of, um, you know, frustration, anger, sadness, that, that some of the stuff that uh, we share and I share with them, they should have learned the first year in college and that they are frustrated that they think of patients that they could have helped or even their own family members or themselves knowing that authentic data. Uh, you know, it's really hard because the food industry and the pharmaceutical industry has taken over much of the education and it's definitely caused enough confusion to keep us just slightly away from being our best selves. I hope this helps. I know it can be stressful at the same time. We like the honesty, but it's a lot to process. So again, you can message me if there's something that frustrated you about this. If you have questions, if there's something you love about this, let me know. I love sharing with you. And if there's anything that I can help to reduce stress from you as we get through this truth, that's what I'm here for. Thank you. And I look forward to sharing more with you in episode 14. Have an awesome day.